3: Chapter.com.
4: 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. I don't know how I feel about this story I'm about to read. Uh, because obviously, look, you don't advocate violence, you don't advocate people shooting anybody. But uh, the, the reason I'm, I'm torn on this is that uh, one of our own brethren, I just read, uh, Elvis Duran, who's a successful radio broadcaster in New York, uh, narrowly got attacked. I mean, some, I guess some woman tried to hit him and, and cut his face. I saw that, yeah. You know, and apparently this woman went and did it to somebody else. Missed Jeez. him, but cut somebody else's face, I guess. And so, you know, here you are, you're just doing what you're doing in life, and somebody comes up, looks like they're trying to attack you. So this is why this story I, I'm, I'm torn on, because... There's this 21-year-old YouTuber named Tanner Cook, and very lucky to be alive uh, after he pranked a random guy at a mall in Virginia on Sunday, and the guy shot him. But again, you know, after lo- lo- what happened to this this guy Elvis in New York, who, you know, just somebody came up and tried to do him harm, I think if Elvis had a gun, I wouldn't have blamed Elvis if Elvis tried to defend himself, thinking that someone... So. Yeah. This is a tough one if people are pranking you trying to do
5: stuff and you don't know if you're really going to be hurt or not. You just have no idea. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's – yeah, because obviously you don't want to see someone – I mean, he's, he's, I think he's going to be OK, the guy. He's in, I think he's like – he's not in critical condition, but he's, he's still in the hospital, the kid that got shot. But yeah, absolutely. Like, I, Dude, I think about that even yesterday. We go to Chipotle. The car next to us like just seemed kind of sketched and I'm like, OK. This could be a weird moment, you know, and I'm just kind of like standing there waiting. Like I'm like, you guys are just heading to Chipotle first, like, uh, you know, because you just don't know what's going to happen. I sure as hell don't want anything to happen to my wife and my kid. And this guy was just doing whatever he was doing. But, you know, you just don't know anymore.
4: No, you really don't. And that's why being a practical joke pranker guy trying to get YouTube videos views. OK, uh, well, you know what? What do you what do you think now, Tanner? Because uh, this is what he does. He asks women to play Naked Twister. He pretends to puke on Uber drivers. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's,
5: he's what he is. So he's, just, he's a guy who just does pranks. Yeah,
4: he's what he is, just for YouTube and, you know,
5: recording people while he does it. Oh, yeah, here's one of his, I saw one of his names, asking strangers to play Naked Twister.
4: Yeah, and it's like, okay. Like uh,
5: 50,000 views.
4: Yeah, well, you know, he's got 50,000 views and he's got one bullet to the gut. It's just like, okay, congratulations. That's that's what you got to show on your resume. He was in a mall in Northern Virginia just outside DC, approaches this thirty one year old dude named Allen in the food court. Alan didn't find the prank funny as he pulled out a handgun and shot Tanner Jeez. in the stomach. So now I don't know if at this point Alan knew that he was being pranked. In that case, then Alan, you're an idiot because you know it's one thing if you're not sure at the time something's going down and you defend yourself, but if after the fact you go, "Oh, you a hole! I hate you! Pranked me!" and then shot him. Well, yeah, Alan, you deserve to be in jail. Yeah, we is- got to
5: stop with these damn pranks on people. Like you know, like I, I'm definitely not justifying what this guy did at all. Like I mean, this guy sounds like he's clearly like that is messed up. But let's not messing with strangers. Mess with your friends. Yeah. It's like if you want to do pranks, mess with your friends. Like don't mess with like people you don't know. I'm like looking at some of his videos, man. He's got like videos of like a angry guy charges cameraman. So like they're pissing people off. Yeah, and sadly he pissed off the wrong person. Well, and I think that that's that's a good PSA for people. It's like
2: I understand like wanting to get content for your pages or whatever, but it's like at that point you realize that. Not all of these people who are very successful people, they sometimes go up to people and ask them if it's okay if they do something first. You don't see that because that doesn't get the the viralness of it. But at the same time, you know what? It's like – be smart just go up and ask people for their permission so that way you're not dealing with the wrong person
4: yeah he, he, the bullet pierced his liver Paramedics uh, sent him to a hospital he had surgery so he's going to be okay the dude alan is in jail for shooting him which you know to me i understand you, you know what alan but you, 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 but that's the thing you lose your temper unfortunately you're an idiot and don't you know you really have your gun on you and that's I'm curious what, what the prank was yeah and yeah. here's so here's tanner's dad you know describing what happened
2: they were making a video in the mall and trying to have fun with people. And this guy wasn't having fun. And they were interviewing and were talking to him. And he didn't like it. And pulled the gun out and shot my son.
4: Yeah, see, I wish I knew what it was. You know, Dad, you're not doing anybody any favors basically downplaying the kind of idiot that your son is on YouTube.
5: Because I'm just looking at some of the videos. They're just having fun. I mean, aggressively sniffing people's ears prank. um, Barking in people's ears prank. Yeah, uh, you know, like a lot of these are the sitting at a strangers' dinner table prank. Okay, I, I kind of like that one. That one's kind of random, but you know, like somebody seem like the, you're kind of shocking and you're, you're you're startling people. Yeah, yeah.
4: And, and when you
5: startle somebody, that's not fun.
4: No, can you imagine
2: if somebody like came up to you and started trying to sniff your ears?
5: I might punch them. Exactly. Yeah, oh, like you especially the if they bark person. in your yeah. ear and you're not expecting it. Like right. I would probably just turn and swing just to protect myself. Yeah.
4: Well, that's the thing. Your adrenaline gets going. You are startled. And I, I hope that's the defense that they use for Alan in court to say, this kid went, goes around and started. He Here's the thing. Alan's lawyer is going to have all of these videos and go, this kid goes around and startles people and shocks people and irritates people. And that's what he did to my client. My client lost his mind because he was startled and irritated. And yes, it was horrible that he shot him. But you know what? This was a provoked incident.
5: Is this Are these local guys? Because one of their first videos, maybe they were just in town. One of their first videos is uh, cutting in line at the Washington State Fair. Oh, wow.
4: Oh, see, I I, I hate this kid so
5: much. (laughs) And I hate his father. The whole, like, they're out there having fun. I mean, dude. No, they're not. They're, 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 they're causing massive inconveniences for people. Like, uh, remove the shooting part. Like, yeah. If I was the dad, I'd be like, stop. You're playing with fire. Like, You're messing with people, and you might, oh. might eventually mess with the wrong person.
4: Yeah, honest to God. And look at him disrespecting the, the limp biscuit look with the red cap turned
5: around backwards. That's horrible. That's <laughs> see, I, I like the nod to, <laughs> to, the, yeah. to the biscuit. I, I, oh, you like
4: the nod to the biscuit. I think he's disrespecting the biscuit. Yeah. Uh, I hate this kid. I really – you know, hate's a strong word, but (laughs) I'm sorry. I hope it's going to be okay, but I hate this kid. Yeah, I I really hope this is the last video we've ever seen from the guy, but I wonder if he's going to use this as cred and go, hey, I got shot. I'm so amazing. Mm. (sighs) Well, and I hope Alan's okay. I hope Alan does not serve a lot of jail time. I hope they figured this out. I mean, maybe they'll probably take his gun away from him, unfortunately, because you can't go shooting people in a mall. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, I would but like,
5: uh, Steve, they didn't tell us bad, bad reporting. They didn't tell us what the prank was. I know. A lot of people are like, what was the prank? and I don't see it in any of the stories. You, you know. would think they So at some point it's going to come out what the prank was. There was enough people witnessing it or amongst that's Tanner and question. his silly friends or whoever it was. The kid's name is, you know, they're going to eventually say what the prank was. Yeah. His, they're probably going to post it online. And try and get a bunch of views from it. Yeah. I wonder if they will. I bet. I. I
4: wonder if you want to incriminate yourself or make yourself look bad. If I'm Alan, do you get to do counter
5: charges? That's what I. I think if I'm the lawyer, I go. We're going to countersue this kid. It depends on what was done. Because was it a form of self-defense? Yeah. Or, or were they just like were they trying to like you know whisper in his ear or bark in his ear or. Like do one of these dumb like one of the ones like they they would like break store items in front of workers. Okay, or see, jokingly fire employees at stores that they don't work at.
4: Uh, see, oh, that's shit. what like that's what I mean though.
2: There's so I hate many. These kids there's so much. many like of these shows out there, and I mm. mean it. You know, goes back to like even like the Jackass days and stuff like that. But what you don't see it with a lot of those is that they get permission to film people, or yep. you know, and I'm not saying that they all do, but some of them do. And it's like that's why they don't get beat up every single time because.
4: This is what's frustrating about our business. We're regulated. We can't do stuff like this. We can't. We can't. We we have to let people know they're being recorded in any way, sure. shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You cannot record somebody without them knowing. We've talked about it before. So sorry, all of your all of those shows that do the updates and the pranks and the
5: whatever and the
4: you know all those calls. They're all actors. What they
5: really didn't go on a date. No, they don't. Oh, you think, know yeah, what, man? Yeah. Now you're telling me somebody didn't actually have a crazy first date that ended up not being. I'm, I'm sorry. All that special. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> wow. Uh,
4: yeah, nobody's wedding dress got burned and, and that someone's calling them to do a prank on them that th- th- these aren't oh my they're, gosh. Not, they're not real people so. next thing you're telling me is that like the wrestling isn't predetermined wrestling is actually not predetermined and, and as it turns out it's been completely not predetermined and it's what completely the real heck? the entire time you have been you have been had by the people that had you oh my gosh yeah so and that's the thing that's you, why
5: Cody Rhodes lost hmm.
4: And so, YouTube is not regulated, and, and it just, right. it cracks me up it's
5: that, still the wild west
4: yeah it 's so bizarre to me uh, that you know we have all these rules we have to follow, and then a kid can go out and do stuff like that and bother people and 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 you know and, and can do it without a problem. well, apparently, there was a problem
5: well, <laughs> he did have a problem here
4: 's the thing you know and I want and I say this just to let you know how we have changed as a society. Uh, my generation, my father would have said you deserve to get shot. Like that would have just been a prevailing, you know. I, you, you, it may have changed a little bit for you, Steve, but in my generation, whenever a child was reprimanded or even physically ca- corporately punished by another adult, parents always sided with the adult, said you probably did something to deserve it.
5: Yeah, the shot one, I don't think my parents. I think they'd still be very angry about it. But like, if like all of a sudden, like you know, when we did our stupid things and something like you know. Somehow, like somehow, we it, it got back to us. Like they'd be like, "Well, you deserve that. Like you were doing something stupid." So, like, yeah, doing that. You maybe if you didn't do something stupid, you wouldn't have had that happen. But the sh- shooting part, I, I still think my dad would probably like lose his mind.
4: I come home with a gunshot wound, and here my father would say,
5: "What did you do?" <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> that yes. was always
5: the lie. What did you do? If like, I remember back in the day when I was in high school, like our teachers were not always all that. Um, uh, uh, they didn't handle us with kid gloves. They kind of held us with You weapons. went to an all boys
3: school too. Yeah, so they, oh.
5: they were like hit us and stuff. And there were times where, like, you know, you had a mark and we came home and, and, my, and my dad was like, well, what'd you do to deserve that? Exactly. Like, oh, uh, you know, I mean, let's talk. You know, but, but, you know, you don't want that to happen. You're definitely, But this is
4: crazy. The pendulum swings the other way. We've done a great job as a society to make sure that people, like kids like you don't have to go through that anymore. Because, I mean, there was abusive stuff that happened in those days and yeah. in my days. but now Some the, took it too far. The pendulum has swung the other way because, you know, this is not stuff that should be happening. And the kid did it. And, you know, I, I really feel bad for Alan, who could very well have oh. just been startled to the point where he just was pissed off and unfortunately made a really bad decision that he might stay in jail for.
5: Now this has nothing to do with the, the gunshot thing, but you said something that got triggered a, a thought in my oh, head. Oh, okay. I, well, I, I would love your guys' feedback. Uh, that, here we go. Just babies. happened to us. We were at, at Knutsen Farm. So my daughter and her cousin were playing at little sandbox. They have like these sandboxes there, right? So I, I don't. I'm still learning how to be a dad. Clearly, I mean, only three years in. So I don't oh, know yeah. what is that really, I don't know what the right way to do things is. There's no handbook, and if there was, I don't read. So unless they have a podcast version of it or a YouTube, I'm not gonna. I'm not paying attention to it. Sure, but I'm still trying to be as good of a dad as possible. But I don't know how to handle other kids.
4: This is a problem. Little, yes,
5: little heads Mm -hmm. that are – so my daughter and her cousin are playing at this sandbox and they've got all these little like tractor trucks and like things that create like little snow cones and they're all having having fun and this little turd of a kid comes over and takes it from them. Oh, boy. And then posts up at the same sandbox and there's like multiple sandboxes and starts playing – I say playing with them, playing in the same area as my daughter and her cousin but not really being very friendly. Like, oh, just being a total, like, that's not good. A term I probably shouldn't refer to a toddler as, but yeah, you it. know what I mean. Yeah, man. And maybe. I'm looking at this kid and I'm just like, I'm looking for the parent and there's no parent to be found.
3: <laughs> oh. So I, and
5: you know, there's a sea of parents, but nobody's like, you know, something you could tell, like, oh, that person's watching that kid. Yeah, yeah. There's none of that. And so I'm watching this kid be a jerk to my daughter and to my to the cousin. And I'm like, I don't know what to do right here. Like, I want, so I, I'm kind of being like passive aggressive. I'm like, all right, let's go to another sandbox because clearly this little kid doesn't like to have fun with you guys. You know, I'm like, I'm like Ooh, trying to nice shame line. Her.
4: Nice line. But I'm like, is I love that
5: line. R- I don't even know if that's the right it's thing to do. It's a great line. I, I support that line. <laughs>
4: like, you like, know what, kid? I got words I'm using with you.
5: Right I think I even said like, something like my wife's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, clearly this kid doesn't want to have friends. Yes. <laughs> so just, let's move away from. <laughs> I'm like, is that even the right thing to turd do? Turd boy. turn Turd girl. Yeah. Oh! Oh! It was a girl. Oh, she was, yeah. Oh! Wow. That's Mean Girls right off the bat. But like, I don't know. Like, do you step in? I know. Like, I, oh wow!
2: I know, I, I, I've stepped in before, and and not in a in an aggressive way. But like, if I'm watching, if Lily was playing, especially when she was smaller, and somebody would come be a jerk to her, it yep. would just, I would be like, hey. We don't do that here, and yeah. I, you know what I mean. I would get like almost like teacher voice on, and wow. just be like, and "I wouldn't be like again." So if if a and if a parent came up to me and said anything, I'd just be like, "Hey, she was playing with it first, and she took it. That's
5: that's what happened." That's why I kind of figured. Like even like when they, the kid took it, I'm like, "You guys could take it back if you want." Yeah, like, you know, and I, and because like, this went on for a little bit, like yeah. I was just like. And I'm there. My wife and, and, and the mom of the cousin, She was. they were off doing other stuff. So I'm just watching them by myself. And I'm like, one time at a playground, a kid pushed my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at the kid and go, watch it. Yeah. And my wife thought that was the funniest thing. Like, what are you going to do? I'm like, nothing. I'm not, not going to fight ai am not going to fight a four-year-old. See, but-
4: I, I miss those days. <laughs> Th- that should be enough. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Your voice and your command should be enough for it, a child. It startled the kid. Yeah, and yeah. it should. I got yelled at for startling a kid. Yeah. I mean, and and I and I'm looking at the this is what's so and again this is I am an older person so this was a this was a I, this was a Gen X parent and of course I'm a Boomer parent her child had a piece of rebar and was I using it as a that. sword yeah. and just waving it around with all the other kids and I just see this and go well, I am so far away I am not going to be able to stop the horror that might happen so I use my voice which you know I boom and I just yell and I said hey. Knock it off right now with that! And the kid looked at me. He froze, like you're supposed to, as a child. When adults, the mother comes at me and starts right. just going, "How dare you speak to my child that way?" I go, "Do you see your son has a piece of rebar, and you're not even paying attention? I just saved you an eye bill for putting that kid's eye out." Right? She still wouldn't acquiesce. Yeah. She was like, "You are totally wrong."
5: And I'm, and There's of nobody course, wants to see a stranger yell at their kid. I understand right. that. But if, you're, but if, if your, your, your kid's, kid's an idiot, a, if your kid's being an idiot. And you're and that stranger's looking out for the safety of everyone, including your kid. You got kind of like. By the way, it. it wasn't my kid? I was looking out for a randos kid. Which yeah. I
4: will say, at least somebody else came to me, the mother of the child, who she said, you know. But again, she didn't stick up for me, but she waited till the whole, and then she said, thank you, I really appreciate it. And I'm looking at her, going, mind you, stick up for me? Why don't you come and get my back? I saved your kid's life. <laughs> she for you know, yelled said, at her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She, she, oh, I was now it's
5: convenient to side with me, huh?
4: Yeah, exactly. I was alone on that island, and I'm like you know what? I It's the thing, I don't know if they consider it toxic masculinity, but it's like, no, that male father voice, you know, when you're like God dang it, I, I now I have to get out of my chair. You made me get out of my chair and miss my show. That's that voice where you as a child should go okay, we effed up. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you should be able to have that voice mean something to children. And uh, I'm 100% behind you. <laughs> it says, Punch
5: out the parent. You can't touch the kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks
4: to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 99.9 KISW, the rock of Seattle. You gotta check out this video on the BJ and Migs page of KISW.com. It's a mom that came up with an awesome way to deal with a phone scammer. So what she does is a phone scammer calls up. She puts a to- her her toddler on the line. Okay, that's brilliant. I love this. And of course, you know, this is it's, you're using your kid for good. Yeah, letting a little kid talk to the scammer. Hello.
2: Hi. Good morning. Are you Miss me? uh, Megan? Uh, Morgan. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Hello. Hello.
1: Can you hear me?
2: Yeah.
1: Are you the owner?
2: Mm-mm. Huh?
1: I can understand what you are saying. <laughs>
5: Are you the owner? That's it's fantastic. clear you're talking to a child. Are you fantastic. a moron?
2: Well, I like the way that she even almost says it like like she's talking to a child. Are big, you
5: the owner? Right.
4: Yeah.
0: Like,
5: she started talking baby talk. Yeah. It's yep. like, <laughs> so I think we know the answer to that. You really think this three-year-old owner or whatever two-year-old owns the home? Yep. I love this. Do you
4: think the, tele- the these scammers get paid by the amount of time they're on the phone? Because I would just oh, hang boy. up. Yeah, I would just hang up and go, "Okay, I, it's time to scam the next person." This isn't the uh, the, the, the the you know they got me. I'm out.
5: Imagine that's your job. Oh, man.
4: I know, dude. And is
5: it scammer? which she like a telemarketer? Like, I know, like on the video you see on the phone, it says potential scam. So I think that's why she referred to her as a scammer. You know how yeah. like sometimes on your phone yes. it says that which I think is hilarious. Yeah. You know? I
4: know, I don't know. You know, are our t- our, our t- like you know, sometimes telemarketers maybe they're selling a legit product, but you look in your junk mail and yeah. it, like a lot of it looks like it could be legit products like and so it's like but yet it's totally scam to me, and like maybe they're just trying to get my information. I don't trust anything. It's so, like that yeah. with some of
5: these targeted ads on Facebook. You're like, that, that thing looks kind of cool. And then you're like you, you look at the website URL and you're just like that doesn't even look No. Like, that, that doesn't even make it sound like a store. It's just yeah. like a bunch of letters and numbers. Yeah, that
4: usually is a great indicator that,
5: yeah, you're about to get I fished. I bought a few things from there. I haven't gotten them yet, but oh, I'll let you know. All right. Well, you know what? I, I have high hopes. You got a good point. It said price. it was safe and secure.
4: I love that. I really, really love that. I'll put the TV on like mm. I'll be watching TV, and then I'll answer the phone, and I'll just put it up to the speaker of the TV and let them like, <laughs> see what I'm
5: watching. Usually it's like you know some space epic where there's a big battle happening. I used to love when people would do back when soundboards were a thing. Remember when they, the internet oh, it was all about like the, sound, the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, one yeah. or the Ooh. Full Metal Jacket guy? Who was your daddy? Yeah, and what does he do? The Homer Simpson one. Yeah, oh, back, those were fun. Those were so much fun. Yeah. I used to love using those. Like before, obviously, we talked about it earlier about how like in radio you really can't prank anyone without getting their permission first. But back in the Wild West days of like doing Good. it or doing it and just not realizing you could get into a lot of trouble before companies really like whoops crack the hammer yeah, yeah. or whatever the whip on that i would i would i loved calling random places and using like the homer simpson one yeah. and every once in a while you'd have like a fun bit but sometimes it would just it would, it would it would suck but there there are there you get a handful of times where you're like I can't believe this person's having a conversation with Homer Simpson.
4: Imagine the chat uh, the ChatGPT. Oh my god. That basically could uh, you know emulate Homer's voice and it would just answer based on the questions it's asked.
5: You wouldn't even have to type anything no. because the, the, the AI would answer it for oh, you. Oh, that would be fun.
4: That would be fun. Celebrity voices, things of that nature. People, you know, now poor Craig Gass will be out of a job. Nobody will ask him to do his impression of Gene Simmons and prank call somebody.
5: Man, he's got to figure out something else to do. really is. It's a good thing he's funny besides that.
4: Yeah, it's a good point.
5: Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be SOL. He
4: would be SOL. I think of our buddy Justin Ruppel. What are they going to do when ChatGPT takes over?
5: I mean, with all their
4: impressions.
5: Yeah, man, take up gardening.
4: All right, gardening's a good thing. Yeah. Steve, I, I would like to apologize to you because, you know, you know me, whenever we do surveys and stuff, I really like to make it generational. And I have another survey that is generational. But for some reason, nobody cares about Gen X. OK, good. I don't. I mean, it is funny. I'd rather they don't. You've mentioned it before, and now I'm really paying attention. It does seem like whenever they want to talk about generational stats and polls that are put out, it's like Gen X just gets F. They go, "We don't care what Gen X thinks. We're going to talk to Boomers. and We're going to
5: talk to Millennials." You no, know,
2: it's because everyone hates Boomers and Millennials. That's the the two people that everyone hates.
5: Gen oh. X is Switzerland, yeah. in my opinion. When it comes to like generational oh, beef, which I think okay. is silly, and it's it's like people who argue over oh, East Coast and West Coast. Like I see that a lot in like any kind of like. Sure, music or wrestling—it's like just shut up. Like there's crap on both sides of the coast, <laughs> and there's greatness on both sides of the coast. We could we could pump. Thank the you, thank
4: this. you for recognizing greatness on this. But side it's
5: like the course. argument about oh, the Gen Xers are better. Gen Xers are just kind of in the middle of it all. Like we get along with Boomers, we get along with Millennials, and we just don't give an f. Yeah.
4: That's going to be your problem because Zoomers are going to be coming for you because because the Zoomers need an enemy, right? you know what
5: the crazy thing We still won't give an F. Yeah.
4: Oh, so you're the won't give an F generation. I really
5: think that that's what Gen X is. I mean, think about the music and like the art. Generation X was kind of about being like you were like slackers and you were just kind of like, "I'm I'm just here to exist, brah. You say that, however,
2: like, to BJ's point, though, I, I will say that like you, those are a lot of the kids these days who are, you're going to be the old people to those people. Yes. So it's like, that's where, that's where the even if you guys don't give an F, I I feel like they, when, when, when the Zoomers start doing surveys oh, and stuff, yeah, we'll see. it's going to be like, oh, the Gen X, the, those old curmudgeons. Yeah, let's
4: go point, back to Steve when he's in his 50s. It'll okay. be
5: our 60s even. Like, yeah. That's where it's going to, I that's think that's when go what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to tell that 20 year old, I'm like, you know what? You're gonna be old one day too, and you're gonna hate it as well. So leave me the f alone. <laughs> yeah, and they're so gonna take shots all you want, but at some point, age is gonna catch up to you as well, Zoomer. Or they're not even gonna call you guys.
2: That's the funny thing too is they might not even call you guys Gen Xers at that old point. Oh man, they're, old yeah. Women. They're just gonna be like, oh,
5: you you Boomer. You're the gonna just S. automatically be yeah. a Boomer. Oh, boomer's just old person. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, to, I don't want that. All okay,
4: right, no. it'll be okay, Xer. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to be. Survey says 21% of adults say they think it's okay to have a work spouse. 45% say it isn't appropriate.
5: Okay. Has any of us had a work spouse on this show? Anyone like Ooh. You? I've always heard the term. I, I've never I've never been that person. Define work spouse. Oh, yeah, I, my, don't, my say, I don't know what person. that means. I, all right. This is how I view a work spouse. Okay. It's the person that like you gossip with. It's the person that you go get lunch with maybe even you go to the gym after work like you know if like the, if if you're like our our, our building has a sure. gym
4: is this somebody is is this is this a gender that you would normally be attracted to I would assume so. Okay, that's what I would think yeah. too. So you know, obviously, if you're heterosexual, it would be the opposite gender, or however you're identifying, whatever gender you're, you're, you're you you are attracted you, to,
5: whoever you would have as a spouse in, in your actual life.
4: So that same gender or same identification that's would be my the, guess. That, I, otherwise it doesn't make. Otherwise, it's just a friend.
5: Yeah, just best friend. Yeah, that's what I would look. Because I was going right? to say your Joe. Homie. Joe's my work wife,
2: but Joe's. Yeah, no, we're just best yeah. friends.
5: Yeah, right. Joe,
4: Joe, you guys have a bromance.
5: Yeah, bromance. Yeah. That's
2: like what you guys have.
5: The only time I've ever been like like super super close like in that kind of a, with that kind of description we were actually like in a relationship like I, oh. I was a coworker yeah, you know? yeah. see that's a like, yeah. thing. That, that, that my work spouse was the person I was having sex with oh like so
4: oh you really were taking this work spouse thing yeah. oh yeah, some hard. married people be like that's not true then because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're having sex yeah but. the idea of work spouse I would think means that you have a significant other. And you have somebody at work, or yeah. it's or I think it's that's the qualifies. Like
2: you're, yeah. Or at that point, I would even just argue like you're. It's a plutonic,
5: relationship. Pl- <laughs> it's no, plutonic. If you're it's in Pluto, Pluto,
4: yes, that's a plut- well, That's a plutonian relationship. Look at the
5: relationship with Mickey and Pluto. That makes sense. That's plutonic. <laughs> yeah. That that's word. Plutonic. Uh,
2: as long as like, because I don't think you actually are having sex with them. Because my my next thing was going to be like, I think the closest I have is with Sarah cuz we gossip so your work we hang we hang out we you go get, get lunch. lunch probably your works best we hang out but yeah. it's not we've never been like attracted to each other in that
4: way well and then was that whole discussion about emotional cheating which again you know if you're doing everything but sex you're kind of doing everything in a relationship but sex and not you know and that would and they used to call that emotional cheating sometimes. I'm not trying
5: the dishes with that person. So. Yeah.
4: Oh, oh, that's when you know it's real? Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah. My wife would be furious if she found out <laughs> I was drying dishes with another person. We do no. have a dishwasher. Is here. that
4: a is that euphemistic or is that really drying you dishes? I'll <laughs> leave that up to your interpretation. Right. It is what you want it to be, man, like a good song. So, it used to be I think people were more open to work spouses, but now 45% say they they don't think it's cool. How about this? This is a generation gap because 40% of boomers say work spouses are fine. Millennials go, no, dude, it's not fine. Only 18% of millennials approve of
5: work spouses. You know why, I think? Because if you're a millennial, you're younger, so you may be in a newer relationship, so that anything would feel like you're kind of crossing the line, whereas people who are older have been maybe married for 20 years and are comfortable insecure and not jealous. And don't know how to use cell phones so they can't check on you. Okay, that too. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like They're like, I- I'm clearly not doing anything wrong. Yeah. My significant other knows I'm not doing anything wrong. We've been we've been with each other for 20 years. This is just somebody that I spend time with at work that I kind of like, you know, is someone helps my-, my work day go quicker.
4: I don't know who came up with this. I don't know who to blame, Gen X or Boomers for coming up with the whole concept of work spouse.
5: I feel like this has been around since I've known. So I, I feel like it's definitely a- an older generation thing. So if
4: it's a Boomer thing, then we came up with this while we were relatively Still young, then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that kind, so, kind of breaks the, debunks that. Yeah,
4: yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't
5: know why it is, except Maybe it's. Maybe you boomers were less respectful in your relationships in the early days. As opposed you know, to I think, graders. here's
4: what it is I don't know. What Millennials is. are the children of boomers. So I just think it's like, I think what happens, and, and that's why, to Danny's point, uh, I don't know if your kid is a Zoomer. I don't know what generation your kid's going to be. A um, pain in my
5: butt. That's what she is. That's, ah! Okay, <laughs> there you go.
4: Well,. Well, it's interesting because your wife is a millennial. You're a Gen Xer, but really, you know, I'm gonna your 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 kids probably even not a Zoomer. I don't know what your kid is, uh, but the idea being that the parental generation and then the kid generation, they're not going to get along with each other. They, just because you don't get along with your parents, you think what they do is stupid. So, in this particular instance, we boomers made millennials. So, of course, millennials are going to think everything that we do is stupid.
2: Ooh, Tatum's going to be a generation alpha. Alpha. Oh, Generation A. Anyone born from 2010 through 2024, and that's actually Lily too. So. That makes sense. They're that outfits. makes
4: sense. Yeah. Now, Steve, you are, you know, because you know, you decided to, you know, marry a younger woman. Yes. You know, you're you're way outside this. Pra- we don't know where to put you in this paradigm.
5: <laughs> I'm going uh, just leave me alone and let me know when you need me for something serious. Generation. Okay. There we go.
4: It's going to be interesting because what will. You know, what will like, – like, like what will she think of you compared to what she thinks of your wife since She's you guys are different awesome. generations? Well, I mean I hope so. You know, as, you, as we get older, do we get more awesome? I don't know. It depends. Sometimes, you know, I mean I look at my friends and I go they have gotten less awesome as they got gotten fair. older. Someone yeah. said
5: Danny is BJ's work spouse. Vicky is your really? daughter. And Ted is Steve's work spouse.
4: Oh, boy!
5: Oh, boy! Although my wife does joke whenever I'm like, "Hey, do you want to go see this concert?" She's like, "How about you ask your wife, your other wife?" Oh, yeah, and I'm like, "Ted's not my other wife. Come on." No,
4: it's a bromance. It's different. Yeah, yeah.
5: We're bro- we might be romantic with each other, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not, my- it's the same with me and Joe. If if my girlfriend's not
2: around, it's me and Joe hanging out. It's
4: different though when it's an, when it's a gender you're when it's a, when, like when it's a gender you're attractive to. You know what I mean? That's where it gets a little it gets a little crazy if all of a sudden you go, "Holy crap!" I could actually maybe like this person if I weren't in a relationship. Hmm. You know, that's the, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, for me anyway, I've st- I've never had a work spouse because the kind of people I would be like wanting to be a work spouse with, I probably would fall for. So I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't want to go down that road.
5: Yeah, it was funny one. So I mean, I, the, the, it's a little related, but my wife does crossfit. And she's like, "Are you okay if I do a crossfit competition with a guy?" And I'm like, "Of course, I don't care." And I was like, "I think it's funny you're asking because like." You've seen me in matches against females in wrestling and, I'm like, and I pulled up the picture. I, was like, I had a match with one of my buddies. Rebel Kel who's a great wrestler and she powerbombed me. But to powerbomb somebody, you, I'm basically my legs are over her shoulder and my front is in her face. And I'm like, you're asking me if it's OK to do a CrossFit competition with a guy when – just last week this happened. Of course I'm okay with it. Like that would be so hypocritical if I was like, "No, babe, I'm not okay with you doing CrossFit with a dude." Yeah,
4: that uh granted though you are, you know, you are a, a glorified hypocrite. So I'm, I'm I'm proud of you that in this instance you've decided to not be such a hypocrite. I'm hypocritical with stupid stuff.
5: That's like a serious Why are you looking at
4: me when you say that?
5: That's why.
4: Okay, yeah. fine.
5: I'd look at Danny if I was if, yeah. if, if he was the stupid stuff. But. My
4: wife used to have at her church a prayer partners, and that was part of the thing that the church she used to go to years ago. And it was a dude, and I'd be pissed. Well, because then they're yelling, "Oh God!" and you don't know why. Exactly. Yeah, that's. Uh, I wasn't as cool as you were with. It. I was like, "No, honey, you can't. I don't want you to have male prayer partners. What does that even mean?" You know. Again, I didn't know much about this church and its religion, but I just go, "You know what? I don't trust religions but where all of a sudden you know somebody decides you need to be whatever, and next thing you know, you've got to make kids with this guy." But you were cool with Doctor Poke, Pokey. Pokey. Uh, Dr. Pokey was uh, like an ancient All of a sudden he became man. a
5: raw fish on top of yeah. like, vegetables. Yeah. And guys, rice.
4: I can't talk today, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Today? I, I mean, I, trying he, the trying to club. That's Dr. Fair. Pokey, okay. who, he used to give us a uh, great, great fish bowls. so what do you want to do? I kind of want to meet
2: Dr. Pokey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
4: he was an old, old dude, dude, that honestly if he could do anything, I'd be surprised. Oh. Well, there's pills and shots for that. <laughs> dude, I don't know if they would even help. <laughs> I, re- I mean, the, it looked like you'd break this guy. I mean, that, that was how old he was.
5: Right. So it's like, you know. So what if he was a guy like in his like 50 oh I sort of I yeah that would have been yeah. a problem yeah
4: i would have been like what is happening down here yeah. i just would have been like i'm sorry it's too much like a cult <laughs> and that's you know hey what are you gonna do all right well congratulations to everybody and their work spouses
3: today's podcast was brought to you by travis gagne bankruptcy attorney he's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy here's another question from a listener I'm getting my wages garnished. Can bankruptcy help with that? Absolutely. Uh, one of the big reasons people file bankruptcy is because they have a judgment or a lawsuit against them or their wages are getting garnished, uh, and so they can't pay their bi- other regular ongoing bills. People sometimes think that you can't file bankruptcy once they have a judgment against them or once a garnishment st- has started, and that's not true. Filing bankruptcy will immediately stop any garnishment that you have going except for child support uh, and stop your creditors from continuing. On with garnishments of your bank accounts, your wages, um, and in most cases, we'll discharge that liability uh, through the bankruptcy process. And we can file a bankruptcy case uh, for you usually the day you come in. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at
0: choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy